Welcome to Giant Cocktails, a podcast where lifelong fans talk about the San Francisco Giants while drinking homemade cocktails. And now, here's your hosts, Ben and Matthew Henry. Aloha from the island of Kauai. Welcome back to another episode of Giant Cocktails. I am your host, Ben Henry, alongside my brother, the super esteemed mainlander, Matthew. How are you, Matthew? Not as good as you are. You're uh, you're chill already. You've been a, what a day in Hawaii and or a couple days in Hawaii. Ah, you're already like a couple just, days. I've been you're here already chilling days. out. Look at you. I mean, no, no welcome. Back, none, none of that. It was just an aloha and aloha, dude, to you, man. Yeah, yeah. This is me when I'm relaxed. This is me when when I'm not, you know, grinding the grind. Wow. And yeah, I've yeah. No, I've you known know, you it, for you know over forty plus years, and I don't know if I've ever seen this side of you. You know, you've it's never a, seen me this relaxed. No, never. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Matthew. Speaking of freaky weirdos, I've got a question for you. Okay. Who was that freaky weirdo that you had guest hosting with you last week? <laughs> so, some drunk dude that you know, just insisted on being on the show, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, not 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 all choices we make in life are good ones. No, that, that was no, probably you, you chose wrong. You chose wrong. You chose wrong. <laughs> I was kind of referring to you being the choosing wrong, but okay, I chose wrong. I'll take the hit. I have no I'll regrets. take it. I have no regrets. I mean, we probably lost half of our listeners last week. Anybody who was listening to the first time last week were just like, "Oh man, we lost them. We lost them in the first ten awful. minutes." And that was after editing yeah. out your long diatribe about the woman behind home plate. You know, the listeners. Didn't oh even get wait, to I still to stand. I still stand by, by that diatribe. That uh, woman came down to the front row in the bottom of the ninth inning and just butted her way into two people sitting in the front row behind home plate. That is unacceptable behavior. All right. Well, I'm not going to let you go five minutes again on that one. So No, that's it. That's all I have to say about that. That's unacceptable behavior. Okay. That's unacceptable behavior. But anyway, I, I'm still not admitting that that was me last week. That was like my evil twin or, or something. But I will tell you this, Matthew. As as bad of a show I may or may not have had last uh, last week, you know what I'm pretty certain that I know this week. The date. <laughs> <laughs> the date. You know, I the I don't date. get to lead off our podcast ever. And listeners, in my defense, we have show notes that, we, and it's a template that we use. In your defense, and I didn't realize that the template just has like the the date that we made the template, like as the date that we're recording, and you have to change that every week. And I didn't realize that, and so I'm just blindly reading what it says on our thing. I I honestly thought it was April twentieth. I I like you know it could have been April twentieth. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I mean. Sure, it was June first, but whatever, <laughs> whatever. You didn't catch uh, anyway. drug, dude. So you know, that's uh, it. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. I didn't. I was on. I was on a different plan. I wasn't on the show. What are you talking about? Of course, I didn't notice. <laughs> anyway, folks, today is Wednesday, June eighth, as good. we record this podcast. 
the Giants, since we last uh, spoke, have gone two and three to bring their record to 29 and 25. They went two and two against the Marlins, facing some some very stiff uh, opposition in terms of starting pitchers. Um, uh, they they won one of those games. They lost one of those games, and then they gave one of those games away due to their continued ragged play. Um, and then in the current series against the Rockies, they are currently 0-1, and, and they are actually playing as we speak, and I believe losing. Actually, although as well, we can't do, you know, uh, we can't tell you what happened. We, because can't, we of, can't tell you what happened, but we can tell you the, it's, it's a news it's a news stat. Or, well, it's the bottom of the fourth, and the Giants just tied it up one-to-one. Oh, thank goodness. All right. So we're not gonna we're we're not just for sure going to lose a series to the Rockies at home. That's right, not for There's sure. There's still some hope. There's <laughs> still some hope. Oh man! What's interesting is is that the only thing that really seems to have changed between last week and this week is uh, how inebriated I am. <laughs> well, and and one catcher less. Yeah, one one catcher less. That, a significant change uh, for sure for the Giants uh, that we will talk about later. The departure, or at least perhaps temporary departure of Joey Bart. Um, I, I guess it remains to be seen. But before we get into that, we have to uh, we have to make sure that I get back to uh, on the inebriated side of things. That's right. So uh, so so Bob. Hit Matthew with the question. What are you drinking, Matthew? Well, Bob, interestingly enough, I am I am in a rotary club. Uh I know what you're thinking. Yes, bunch of old guys sitting around at lunch. I am probably the youngest in my club. Love them. They're all very nice people. But yes, it is a bunch of old people having lunch together, talking about changing the world, which is, you know, great. Um, you know, pull uh, Matthew, Matthew, tell us at least there's some women in this boomer club. Oh, no, there, there are actually there are equal numbers of women. I just always associated it, you know, with with old guys. But no, there and there are wonderful right. people who are you know eager right, to change right. the world. But, you know, it, it does right, right. skew bunch a little of, older. A bunch of wealthy older. boomers want to change the world. Yep. Got and it. today, today, but today we, we do these little fundraisers where they pull out things that people bring from vacations and all that. And one guy went to Germany, I think, for vacation. And so he brought back. Well, and obviously he didn't bring it back, but he was, you have to bring goods when you come back from vacation in our club. And so he bought a bottle of Jägermeister, which I hadn't seen since I was in college. Uh, and, but, you know, so they, they auctioned it off and I won. And, uh, cause I thought, why not? I could probably make some cool cocktails out of a bottle of Jägermeister, even though the only times I've ever had Jägermeister in my entire life was shots. Uh, but I'm not doing shots of Jägermeister anymore. I'm I'm gonna I'm going to uh, figure out some nice cocktails. And so today, this was really inspired by you, Ben, because you are on vacation in Hawaii, and I am not. And so uh, I chose a cocktail called the German Vacation. And and it's one of those those it's one of those recipes that uh, you look at it and you're like that's kind of weird but it works and so what's in it is an ounce of gold rum an ounce of Jägermeister of course three quarter ounces of ginger syrup three quarter ounces of orgeat 
and three quarter ounces of lemon juice. And you shake all that up uh, with ice in a shaker. And then you strain it into a highball glass or a tiki glass if you have one and filled with crushed ice. And you fill that to the top. And then you add more crushed ice on the top and you throw like three or four dashes of Peychaud's bitters on the top. This bright red bitters. Uh, and 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 you're supposed to probably drink it with a, with a straw, but I didn't have a straw. And I was actually kind of worried to put, I, to put one in because it was going to overflow the drink. And so I just drank it straight. And the, the aroma of the Peychaud's bitters uh, combining with the rum and the hint of the botanicals from the Jägermeister. Very nice. And it's like a tiki drink, like like with a hint of college shots. Like I, I'm I'm amazed, and it's actually pretty good, uh, and I highly recommend it. So that is what I'm drinking today. Mmm, that's a tasty cocktail. It is, Bob. It's a really tasty cocktail. So, Bob, while I take a sip of my tasty cocktail, hit Ben up. What are you drinking, Ben? Well, thank you for asking, Bob. That's very kind of you. Bob, this week, since I am on vacation and recording from my hotel room, I decided that I was going to take the week off and not make my own cocktail. And I decided to let a professional do it for me. And one of the nice things about the resort that I am staying at is that it is just like, I don't know, a 20-meter walk from the pool area of the resort to uh, a Duke's Barefoot Bar. Uh, Duke's is a small chain of uh, wonderful uh, restaurants spread around the Hawaiian Islands and so- uh, SoCal. Yep. Uh, we, won't, we won't hold that against them. Um, <laughs> and uh, But they have this really nice place called the Barefoot Bar, which is literally like, you know, I don't know, it's like 10 feet from the beach. And uh, they've got a wonderful bar there. And uh, I had the bartender make me something called La Pina. And La Pina, I ordered La Pina because it is the most audacious and extravagant thing that they have on their menu. It comes in a hollowed out pineapple, um, uh, hollowed out pineapple. And they filled it up with, well, I'll read you the description. It's... Well, when you drink it, you taste the real Hawaii. Sip out of a locally grown pineapple and enjoy a refreshing blend of fresh pineapple, coconut cream, and Hana Bay Gold Rum. Sorry, Hana Bay Gold Rum with a dark rum float. Uh, Mm. And it's basically slushy made with rum. And, uh, you know... is is uh, Is it a sophisticated cocktail? No, no, it's not. That's not the point. It's an outlandish cocktail. And the only problem is, Matthew, is I went there to order this cocktail, right? And I realized as I'm doing this that, you know, you cannot take alcohol beyond this point. So unfortunately, I I couldn't bring that cocktail back to my room. So I had to drink it right there. But you, you brought the water or the watermelon, the, the pineapple. You brought that. That's right. I brought the pineapple back, and now I am drinking a Cuba Libre out of said pineapple using a bottle of Koloa rum, which is also made here on the island of Kauai. Uh, so 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 I'm, so yeah, that's that's what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a Cuba Libre out of a pineapple, and uh, and also after having had La Pina, La Pina was made by Cindy Marie. 
the bartender at, at Duke's. So thank you to her. Shout out to her. She'll never hear this. She'll nope. never know. Nope. But if you happen to go to Duke's uh, and you see Cindy Marie, you know, tell her that you, you know, she's yeah, famous. That's right. Tell her, tell her that Ben sent you. And, uh, and I think this is probably the nice looking co- nicest looking cocktail that I have ever taken a picture of for you to post on the internet, Matthew. Probably. Not sitting on your dresser with the, with the spackled wall behind it. Yeah. And while I'm drinking this one, I'm drinking it for my homeboy, Joey Bart. Joey Bart. Let's, let's, let's take a long swig for Joey. I'm worried, Ben. I'm worried. You're this worried. Might, I'm worried that this might be the last we see of our good friend Joey Bart. The pestilence in know, me is like a, they're sending him to the miners to get to get some value back, right? I mean, they, he he hit pretty well in AAA last year. If he gets back to a semblance of that, then his trade value is enough to where they can get rid of him. <laughs> You know, so they can't sell them now because you know well, you can't sell I, low, right? So it's it's well, Matthew. It sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> Quite <laughs> frankly, I mean, look, I, I I think the 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 thing about Joey Bart is is that as much as as Evil Ben sang his praises last week on the defensive side of the game, that his lack of hitting was becoming such a liability that they couldn't. It was no longer sustainable. Right. They were having to pinch hit a lot for Joey Bart. And and that just puts a lot of strain and and takes a lot of risk. Right. If you're pinch hitting for Bart, you're taking your starting catcher out of the game and you're putting in your your backup catcher, at least your backup catcher for that day. And now you have no catcher in case something goes wrong. Right. Or or even if, you know, you do really need to pinch hit for that person. Right. It just takes so much flexibility away from you when you have a catcher who you absolutely cannot count on to get a hit. And, and I think and, he was kind of reaching that point. Oh, yeah. Well, he was. And I mean, speaking of can't count on 156 batting average, 49 strikeouts in 90 at bats. 49 strikeouts in 90 at bats, Ben. <laughs> I could do I bet, that. I bet. I bet I could do worse than that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I think I'm sure that, that you would strike out at least fifty times in ninety at bats. I would have definitely struck out at least fifty times. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean it's those those numbers are just untenable, and and I guess you know I mean the other thing is is that Kurt Casale has consistently been playing better, right? He's just as good, if not better, behind the plate. And uh, at least at calling pitches, and and he's been hitting the ball, right, with some power, uh, with some authority, and I, I think uh, you know it, it just doesn't make any sense to kind of continue to let Bart uh, take away at bats from somebody who's hitting the ball better. Yeah, and you know I like. But at the, at the end of the day, I, I still believe in him. I, I still think he can be a productive hitter in, nah, major, he's trash, in the major leagues. Ben, he's trash. Yeah. <laughs> he's done. You, you, that's it. It's over. 
This is the well, end of the yeah, line for now Joey we have Bart. Austin wins, right? I mean, so Austin wins is the solution to our, hey, our problems. Well, uh, you know, at least we got some more wins. <laughs> That's one way. One way to get more What's wins. One way. <laughs> tra- tra- trading, uh, <laughs> trading some pitcher for him. Uh, Plasmire? Is that who it was? Uh, but, uh, Plasmire. And. Mm-hmm. And, and what's interesting about the timing of this is that Wins has actually been hitting very well in AAA. Doesn't have a very solid overall uh, batting average over his career, but uh, and the, uh, he's been he was hitting 365 with a 504 on base uh, percentage and 104 at bats. He'd walked 28 more uh, 28 times uh, and only struck out 18. So. He's the, definitely the type of hitter, that, at least this year, that the Giants like and covet uh, and should fit in well. Uh, what was interesting is he was in the same draft class with the Orioles as Mike Yastrzemski. And so Mike, oh. Mike Yastrzemski actually gave him the uh, the thumbs up to when they approached him about, about acquiring wins. And so, um, so, yeah, so there's a connection there. And, you know, we've done pretty well with Oriole cast-offs over the years, so why not another one? Yeah, agreed. I mean, you know, I, I, I guess really what happens here is that, that I mean, basically, we're just c- counting on Kirk Casale to be the starting catcher for the rest of the year. Right. Right. And and at this point, it really just comes down to uh, Papirski, Wins, and Bart, whoever the Giants have the most faith in. Does Wins have any options? This is the, the uh, perpetual question. I believe he does, because he wasn't even on the 40, man. Uh, oh, actually, okay. no. No, no options. No options. Okay. No options. So it's going to be Casalian wins for a while. But it does also so somewhat diminish uh, the value of what they got for one Mauricio Dubon. Mm. Right? Well, that's a good point. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. well, and, and, but I think relying on, there's some risks there too, relying on, on, on Casale to be the everyday guy. He's never played in more than 84 games in a season in the major league level. And so now we're we're looking at him to be the the guy uh, does does pose some risk and um, but you know maybe he'll take advantage of it and be and be better than what uh, you know he's been in the past so uh, it'll you know but obviously the better option than him and Bart at the time I and mean, he's the best catcher we have on our t- on our roster so he's the guy take it or leave it yeah I mean. I think it really clearly shows just what very how how little depth the Giants had at, at catcher the catching position, especially at the major league ready uh, level, and um, and how much we really really were counting on Joey Bart to break through, <laughs> and how much it 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 uh, it sucks that he hasn't, um, because you know how yeah the Giants have now have four four guys on their forty man roster, uh, two of whom were not with the Giants when the season began. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what there else is, is more to say about this. I, I, I think, I think that he can break through. I think that he can put everything back together. And, and given the fact that wins doesn't have any options left, I think it has to be, well, I don't know. I guess it doesn't have to be right. I think it's really going to come down to who's performing better at the AAA lever, Papirski or Bart. I think what would be interesting is to see who's getting the bulk of starts down at AAA. Mm. Yeah. Right. Is it Papirski? Then I think that really does not bode well for Bart. I think that means it's the end of the line for him. Well, what I thought was also interesting is when they were talking about sending him down 
can't remember. I think it was Zaidi uh, that was uh, being interviewed. Basically said they're going to give him uh, an option on whether he wants to go down straight to AAA and start taking at bats there to figure out his swing, or if he wants to take a little time before he reports. And uh, so it just kind of shows. I think they're really they really felt like he wasn't in the right frame of mind. He was uh, pressing. He was stressing out, and maybe they want to give him a little chance to decompress. Mm. Uh, but I, I just reading mm-hmm. reading that, I just feel like they're hoping to get get him at least uh, back up to having some value. Uh, and I would be, I personally would be surprised if we see Joey Bart again. Interesting. That is interesting. I mean, because the, the fact that they're willing to give him some time, I think you're right, does indicate to them that they think this is a mental issue on his side, and that he's that, like you said, that he's pressing. Um, wow. Oh, wow. I mean, I, and I don't, I mean, I think that's probably, wow. I wonder if that's a, a part of just the giants being a little bit more cognizant of people's mental state and just how, how much pressure they are under to perform, um, as an organization, right? Obviously you still have to do what you need to do to win. And I think the giants believe they have the best roster that they could possibly have right now at the major league level. Um, but, but, but I do think that is, that is, I think a pretty classy move. Yeah. Well, I think the Giants have always been fair to their players, right? I mean, I don't think, I think people appreciate what the Giants have, have always been the, uh, or at least in the last few years have been an organization that I think that, that players appreciate. And and just getting back to Casale, you know, looking at his, uh, his numbers, you know, he's got a 238 average, 311 on base, 425 slugging. A weighted runs created plus of 110, so he's definitely been an above-average player for the Giants, and I think that's at this point all you can ask. I, I, you know, I think beforehand we were like maybe Joey Bart could be the second coming of Buster Posey, and uh, or at least on the power side. And right now, though, we're getting pretty steady production from Casale, and 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 hopefully that that will main, be the case throughout the rest of the season. Well, I think offensively, the Giants as at the position of catcher are not that bad compared to the rest of Major League Baseball. Right. So, so even with even with Bart, you know, performing the way that he was performing, I, I think as a duo, they they have done um, reasonably well. So, I really do think that that ultimately, the Giant. I mean, a large part of that production recently has been from Casale. One uh, and two, I, I think that that they also feel like that this is a a move that they can make that's really not going to hurt them that much because whomever they bring up is probably going to be able to perform at the same level as Bart for better or for worse. Right. Yeah. And, and Somebody, I mean, yeah, as you said, you, you might be able to perform at that level. Now I'd like to see you try to catch a Camilo Duval fastball though. I would pay money for that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I I, I yeah, that 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 part would be the hard part for sure. <laughs> uh, that is terrifying. That is a terrifying thought. Uh, and that and and, he, and then not even to mention the slider, right? I mean, just can you imagine like having to tra- tra- track a a ninety plus mile per hour slider. I just I would just assume that I wouldn't catch that. Like, <laughs> and not because I wasn't trying. I just couldn't. Right? Yeah. Like, I would just miss it. Uh, the fastball is, you know, in most cases coming straight at you. So it's going to get you. Yeah, right? it's coming up on you quick. Other. And it's going to have a little movement yeah, yeah. to it, especially a four-seamer or a yeah. two-seamer, rather. And so I did want to – I was looking up 
we talk, start talking about, I think we're trying to kind of paint this rosy picture about the the catcher situation, uh, or at least I was being like, hey, 110, you know, weighted runs created plus. And then I looked at Buster Posey's numbers from last year, and Buster's weight, weighted runs created plus last year was 140. And so, <laughs> is there any wonder we've taken a step back in that in that spot in the lineup? And we kind of knew we were, but I think we were hoping that there would be at least a, a reasonable facsimile between Bart and, and Casale. And there's just, uh, it just underlines how good of a season Buster had last year in his swan song. Are you saying that the, 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 saying the Buster, current come catchers... Back. Come back, Buster. <laughs> it's not too late. It's not too late, Buster. I miss Buster. Don't we too, all, Bob? Bob? Me too. Me too. Um. Wow. Okay. Well, it, it, what's this fancy stat that you say you keep you keep referencing? Wins runs weighted, cre- weighted, what? weighted runs created plus. Weighted which, runs created plus. Come on, get with the program, man. Okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yes. They compared to Buster Posey. This crazy stat that you're making up. Um, (laughs) of course they wouldn't be as good as that, right? I mean, you're saying they're not as good. The current catchers the Giants have are not as good as one of the all-time great catchers in baseball. Is that your argument? That's my argument. I know it's 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 a it's it's a tough tough argument, isn't it? But (laughs) okay, I just wanted to be clear. I just wanted to make sure because I think that's a little bit of a high bar, like to measure anybody against. I think yeah. we should measure. Yeah, but I guess also them. how many how many people go out like that? Like you know, usually a guy at the end of his career has got like you know the writings on the right. wall. He's kind mm-hmm. of stringing it out. Buster Posey mm-hmm. went out with 140 weighted runs created plus. Mm-hmm. He was 40 so percent above is, league is average all... in creating runs. Ben, that's what that means. And and uh, you just can't. Re- we're learning. You can't replace that. And right. So you're you're saying that it's all his fault. It's all Buster's fault. It is. It's Buster's fault. Okay. Selfish okay. Buster. Not thinking about us. Not thinking about the fans. Mm-hmm. Not thinking about right. the Giants and his team. No, he's got to think about his twins and the kids mm-hmm. and you know and being a little league coach and whatever. Buster. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask you this. So does that mean anything below a hundred is below average? Yes. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, the bad news is the Giants do have a below average whatever wins weighted what? runs created plus this year. They have an 88. However, that they rank 12th in all of Major League Baseball. So the best the there's only 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 teams that are above 100. The rest of the teams are below. So so you have some very very good t- team you know catching teams out there the cubs are leading the pack with 143 but mm. the giants are in 12th spot there they're average slightly I mean, above average yeah yeah they're slightly above average when when you look at it from you know comparing against team versus team um so so i i would say that this all together hopefully is just an upgrade if not if not anything else it is a it's a you're not going to make them any worse by making this change. And and hopefully Joey Bart does put things together. And I hope we do see him back. And I'm going to guess that, no, this is not the last time. You're, you're wrong, wrong, Ben. We're not seeing him. See you, Joey. It's been a great time. Best yeah, of luck to you. Number three overall draft pick. Great, 
Great job, Joey. <laughs> yeah, what was Farhan Zaidi thinking when he drafted that guy? <laughs> yeah, he he didn't draft that guy, as we would like to remind all those who try to blame Farhan for 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 Joey Bart. Uh, mm, and and right. frankly, Farhan Zaidi wouldn't have drafted Joey Bart because Joey Bart has always had the swing and miss in his game. And, right. and that's Farhan not the type. Those that's types. the yeah, exactly. Farhan doesn't draft yeah. those types of well, players. At least Farhan did draft Camilo Doval. I mean, not draft him, <laughs> signed him, signed him as an international free agent. Yeah, I didn't even do that. Oh, he didn't do that either. No, no, Camilo signed in 2015. Are you telling me that nobody on this major league team is a homegrown giant that was brought to the organization by Farhan Zaidi? Yes, but then I mean, what me? do you say about Yastrzemski and Wade Jr. Though I mean, they no, those those are are, are I mean, they were traded were minor strokes. leaguers. Those that... were lucky strokes that Farhan Zaidi <laughs> just got lucky on. Just got he, and Luis Gonzalez, uh, you know, Luis Gonzalez. We'll throw yeah, him in there too. Yeah, yeah also yeah, luck. Yeah, no, I knew that was a good play when they made it, but I know that it was just dumb luck on his side. All right. Uh, uh, they caught lightning in a bottle on that one. No, I mean, for those people who are complaining about the draft picks and the free agent signings of, of this current regime, those kids are still too young, folks. They're still too young. They're not quite here yet. Is it is, is Ramos even part of that? Mm, good question. I don't remember when Ramos. I don't think so. I don't I think... even know that Elliot Ramos. Elliot Ramos is part of that. No, I think he was signed by the international thing and before Zaidi yeah, got Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, those kids are just still too young, right? The the, the, the Zaidi kids are not, are not, they're just too young. They haven't, they won't be here until 2023, 2024, which is the time that I always keep saying is, is when the Giants are really going to start winning. <laughs> uh, and on that note, Matthew, that really brings up a really good question about the 2022 Giants. Yeah. Are they a playoff team? As of right now, yes, in the standings. We're a half You're game saying up that... of the Braves is for the third wild card mm. spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the optimistic side of me is saying yes. Okay, so you're saying yes, they are a playoff team, but they're a playoff team that loses badly in the first round. <laughs> Uh, possibly, I, you know, they're not, I, I can't defend the way they've been playing and they certainly don't look like a hey, team. The Giants can't defend either. <laughs> oh, but I'm bumped. Thank you folks. He'll be here all week. Uh, <laughs> yes, that, that is true. Uh, and we talked to you, you drunk Ben last week went on quite the rant about that. Uh, but you weren't wrong. You, you know, I... being all that drunk, you weren't wrong. And and no, Andrew Baggerly took all of my drunken ranting and turned it into a great article in oh, the Athletic. This if you week. if you subscribe to the Athletic, you need to read Andrew Baggerly's latest about the defense because he takes Ben's rant and actually makes sense of it, and yeah. uh, with stats and and uh, the, the one stat that stuck out to me about when in Andrew Baggerly's piece was he was talking about uh, the lack of range of of players, how that factors into defense and it doesn't show up in a stat sheet of errors or or whatnot but there have been 40 balls that have been hit this year between that have a five percent chance and a 50 percent chance of being a hit right so a probability of a hit uh and and only four of those have been caught 
And so that means, what, 30, I'm not great at math, but I'm saying 36 of them have fallen for hits where correctly. the average major leaguer would have caught those balls. And so 36 hits. I Who knows how many runs that has translated into. Matthew, I'm going to go out on a limb and say a significant portion of our listeners would have caught those balls. Certainly. Certainly. I know Bryce yeah. would have. Bryce would have, the, the, would, have, would have run it down. Bryce would have caught those balls. Would have caught those balls. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, uh, yeah. I mean, it, look, you can go read the Baggerly article and see all the pretty stats. It really all comes down to this. They stink at defense. They stink real bad. And, and, and I, I guess the, you know, I, I mean, I guess the question is, is like, well, for me, the big question is, is it going to get better? And I know that I said last week that they really, really miss Steven Duggar. But I wouldn't be surprised if this organization never let Steven Duggar come back. You know, just... I, well, they, they value hitting first and foremost. Yes. And I, and I know last year, if you recall last year in spring, they led spring training in, in 2021 in errors. Like, I mean, it was... You know, half of them were from Ramos, I think, or something like that. But but still, they were they were really bad uh, defensively in the spring, and we all assumed that we were going to have a really bad defensive team. And but that the 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 trade off was guys that could hit, uh, and 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 that they were banking on the fact that they would score, they would out hit their errors in in a sense. And that didn't happen last year. It didn't translate. Uh, they actually played above average. And oh, that's a nice pour on your Cooper Libre. That's uh, uh, Ben's pouring himself a, another. And uh, so stay tuned for the second half of this. Uh, this uh, the pineapple is getting filled again, folks. And this and it's going to be post post game. Okay, it won't hit until after. That's true. Yeah. All right, yeah. uh, we should do like a post uh, game post pod like like for like. You know, I don't know. An after like, podcast podcast? Yeah, exactly. And just, you know, for people just to see we'll how talk ben... about politics. Oh, nobody would listen then. Yeah. Um, or everybody would listen. Or everybody. Yeah. Okay. I digress. Anyway, uh, I think that the, the Giants are, uh, we're now seeing kind of the, what, what the Giants, uh, what we thought we were going to see last year. And unfortunately, they're not out hitting their errors. And, uh, you know, we, 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 we are hitting, but there's just, it seems like, uh, well, not seems like it is, has been a problem in terms of, uh, it, everything. I mean, this poor, the poor defense has, has really made, uh, has, has, has turned like our pitching staff, uh, into a, uh, a mediocre pitching staff and, and the, the advanced statistics suggest that they are a really good pitching staff. I mean, they lead the league in ground balls. They have they're one of the top three in barrels. You know, preventing barrels. They don't. You know, they're they are doing everything a pitching staff is supposed to do. Maybe don't yep. strike out play, uh, hitters as much as maybe some staffs. But at the well, same, that's the problem. That is the problem because when you strike out, you don't hit the ball and expose your defense. The last thing you want to do with this Giants defense is hit the ball in their direction. <laughs> or or you know, near hit them. the ball yeah. kind of near them, and and watch them just you know, eh. or have Alex Cobb like reflexes. Why you gotta hit on Alex Cobb? Because yeah. the man can't cover first base. That's why. Yeah, well, you know, he had a groin injury covering first base early on. And now he's got a stiff neck. Uh, you know, is that he's... cause or effect? I, you know, I mean. 
Or, or is that just sort of like, oh, I didn't make it. My groin hurts. <laughs> Hurt his pride. I mean, groin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm guessing he probably actually does have a stiff neck this time around. Uh, probably but, from watching balls get hit behind him, you know, or watching. The, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the question is, it's like, okay, if this is the team that they intended to, to build. It's not working. We, yeah. It's not working. It's not working. But, uh, you I mean, know, I think some of yeah. some of it is. I mean, you alluded to last week. I mean, Duggar is a big part of of the defense on our team, and you know, Brandon Belt at first base is a huge part of the defense on our team, and you know, and then there's Listella who you know has to DH because his his Achilles won't allow him to play second base, yeah, and then he that can't puts, run, right? that puts Jock Peterson in the outfield, and so. Right, You've or, got all yeah, these yeah. things. Health has played a huge part in in how our defense is showing up. Right, and the fact that they have built it so much around uh, platooning, right, means that that all of these players are more vital, and they have to be in the lineup. Right, yeah. so you can't you 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 can't have you know Tyro out there all the time because eventually it it hurts the offense, as we have seen with Tyro explicitly, yeah. and. Um, you know, and, and it's like you said too. Like with the, it hurts the pitching staff because the pitching staff, you know, they should be getting through innings quicker, right? I think it was on the the, the Colorado game, right? You know, Capper Kapler talked a lot about those, and and I think you know, so, and and Baggerly wrote about that game in his article where those first two singles, those seeing eye singles that came before the home run, that uh, ultimately lost the game for the Giants were probably balls that should have been, you know. Uh, yeah, retrieved. Been, yeah, they should have been stopped, and and at least one or two of those should have turned into an out. And so, you know, and that puts more pressure on the pitcher, but also it just makes them throw more pitches. They can't go in as deep into the game as they need to go, and so now you have to use way more of your bullpen than you wanted to. And the Giants have a great bullpen, but it really seems like right now one of the five guys that we see every night has a bad night. Yeah. And that's because, you know, part of that is because we're seeing five guys every night. Yeah. And you're that's not, you're just not, not getting to the I mean, beginning of the season. We were like, wow, can you imagine a Rogers to to McGee to Duvall? Uh, how many times have yeah. we seen that? We haven't seen that ever because our guys aren't even getting to the seventh inning. Well, didn't didn't some like I think that same article said that it said that Wood has not reached the, the, the finish the sixth inning. Yeah. A single time. I mean, it's it. It's all the the point is is that it's a it's not sustainable. Like the defense can't be this bad continuously. But this is really where it all comes from, right? Like maybe you want to pick on and beat up on your favorite your favorite bullpen guy. You know, like this year I I'm not a big fan of Latell the way the Latell and Brebia have been performing, especially recently. Um, but you know what? Maybe they shouldn't be pitching at all or as often as they are. Yeah. Well, and we haven't, seen, we they haven't seen the maybe end. Maybe they'd be better. Right. Yeah. And we haven't seen the end of tonight's game, but Wood did actually go six of one run ball. So, uh, so we'll see, right? Huzzah! <laughs> uh, Andrew Baggerly changes the game. Of course, the Giants have only scored one run too, though. So it's uh, <sighs> and and, yeah, and I, don't even get me started on the timing of the Giants' run scoring. Like I know you can't really control that, but it's been kind of maddening. Like I just don't. Uh, it's they'll yeah. score they'll they're score not, four runs not, in not, one not. inning, and then it'll be like or three runs in the first, and then go eight runs with or eight innings with no hits. You know, it's just yeah, they're not doing themselves any favors. No, and 
much but, less their pitchers. And getting back to the defense too, but I also think that there's some, I mean, there's issues with continuity, you know, and I think I, off the top of my head, I was trying to think how many guys have played third base this year. And I could think of Padlo, Luke Williams, Wilmer Flores, La Stella, uh, and then Longoria. So that's five. I might've missed one or two. I don't even know, but, uh, you know, how, how Probably. do you, how do you get any kind of continuity, uh, when you're kind of rolling through that many people? And, and I feel like there's something to be said for that. I mean, they're all major leaguers and all that, but you know, timing and, you know, an experience and all that is, is it's tough when you, when you got all these guys going through. I, I mean, I think that, I think it should be, con- I think it makes a difference for sure. I don't think it, it, you could say that it doesn't, but I think part of the Giants' philosophy argues that it doesn't matter as much, right? You can't have all this platooning if you think a guy needs to play every day to stay sharp. Right. It just doesn't work, right? That philosophy, like, you know, and so I don't think the Giants believe in that. Yeah. Now, that that being said, you're assuming, you're probably assuming I'm going to have two guys play third base, not right. six. Right. You know, you're expecting Longoria and Flores or... I don't yeah. even know if that's the yeah right. And I think so, that was it. Yeah. Or whoever yeah, was, that, or maybe I think at the time it was maybe even Lastella, since he's the left-hander. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so you're probably expecting less guys. I I would say it's not so much that consistency in performance. I think it's just like you've had some really not great guys play there. And I don't know that we saw a large enough sampler sample from Padlo, but he was not good defensively, right at third base. Right. He just yeah. he wasn't. And, and, and maybe that was not his best, maybe he didn't play his best, but you know, it, um, it, yeah, I think it really just comes down to, to injuries. I, I, at the end of the day, I I do think that's what this is all about. It's about injuries and. But, but they, I mean, when you put a team together of 30 something guys, right. I mean, they're all in their early to mid thirties, you know, you, you, you're, you're going to invite. You know, guys who've been around the block a few times, you're going to invite that, and so yeah, they were they were gambling that that, that the injury bug wouldn't be as near as has. But I mean, they certainly knew they certainly knew Belt's history, right? I mean, they can't okay. be like, oh, no. Belt is yeah. No, I okay. Look, first of all, I want to I want to just okay. I want to remind everybody of where we are. Look, we are absolutely lucky of a, as a fan base to have as competitive of team as we have right now. It's not like the Giants had a lot of options in building this team. The 30-somethings were what was available, right? And the Giants have tried to go out and get some of these big names, but they weren't exactly going after defensive stars, right? Right. With Nick Castellanos and uh, and and the other guys. Even Bryant. Even Bryant. Yeah, like the guys that turned them down, the Giants like hitters, just like you do, listeners. The Giants like hitters. I love the long ball. And that's ball. what they've been. Yeah. Love the yeah. long ball. Yeah. Everybody loves the long ball. Chicks love the long ball. Dudes love the long ball. Old men like the long ball. Young ladies like the long ball. Everybody loves the long ball. Uh, you know, defense is nice when you can have it. But, you know, I mean, there's only one Ozzie Smith. After that, it, nobody cares. <laughs> right? And and so, I, you know, like, it's not like, yes, I agree. Like, you know, they, they got all these old 30-something guys. I'm like, it's not like they had a, you know, they, they were rebuilding this team from nothing, from, from, from the ashes. And we're lucky that we have a competitive team at all. So it's, you know, I, I think what we have to hope for is that as this team progresses and we start to see some of these younger players come up, that they're not all like one-dimensional players. 
right. that they can't play defense. And I'm not sure that we see that in Elliot Ramos, by the way. <laughs> right? That guy does not give me faith in his defensive capabilities. So I'm not sure that the tip of the spear is even is, is, is making me feel better about things. But, uh, you know, I... I I think you're right. I, I think at the end of the day, we really just got to hope that this team out hits its bad defense. And and I, I think the main thing is, is that if we could just get that bad defense to be a little less bad right. and we could get that offense to be a little bit more consistent, we'll start to see a win rate that makes us feel more comfortable that we're not going to get chased down by the Phillies and the Braves. Right. Because those are two teams that underperformed at the beginning of the season, and they're both showing signs that they're waking up. And the Giants need to wake up too, right, L- to stay L- competitive. Right. And l- let me pose an outfield to you ag- ag- against right-handers, which, you know, we see most of the time. Right. So you Duggar in center, Yastrzemski in right, Lamont Wade Jr. in left. <laughs> right. How many times have we seen uh, that lineup? <laughs> Right. And never. Never. And but that's that's the lineup. That's and, and that is, offense yeah. and defense. I mean, maybe not we haven't seen from Duggar quite the offense, but certainly with defense, uh, that's a pretty good outfield. Especially when you yeah, got you're I covering mean, think, triples alley between Yastrzemski and Duggar. You know, and, yeah, and I think now that Bart is not on the team and you can put Duggar in the nine hole, you know, because he does have speed and he's you know, he you know uh you can do some things with, you know, some small ball kind of maneuvering with him. I, I think putting him in the nine hole is not a bad place to be. Uh, and he, he is, he's at, he's in Sacramento. He's on his rehab assignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, to me, the real big question is what happens when he becomes healthy? Is he, is he on the 26 man roster or not? I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, and then same for so. same for I Wade really Junior so. and all that. I mean, there's we've always talked about this impending roster crunch, and they've managed to avoid it for the most part because everybody keeps getting hurt. But uh, ideally, we're going to be forced to make some tough decisions, and and uh, right. defense has to factor into that now at this point. I think it absolutely has to. I mean, we need Wade Junior and and Duggar in the outfield, or at the very least, we need Slater in the outfield, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, of those, those, question... those 40 uh, hits that we were talking about and the four that had been caught, three of them were by Slater. And so, right. you know, clearly our, our best defensive outfielder at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and... Duggar, Duggar, when he was healthy, was not playing as well in the outfield as he should have been and, and compared yeah. to last year. But, but yeah. Well, so uh, just a question uh, as uh, we get into a segue into our next one. Uh, so Wood has now gotten seven innings. Of one run oh. ball, and uh, uh, so we, you know, right now we've got a four man rotation, and we had talked about doing this bit of uh, do we have too much starting pitching? Like we had put that in our notes, uh, I think last week, and uh, but then Cobb goes on the disabled list this week with a strained neck. And uh, and I just I think that's I like I like saying that like strained neck like I feel like the Giants just get really creative with some of their injuries like you know like. Uh, 
But but well, what other injury do you think Cobb has? Uh, like the only other thing wrong with the guy is his failure to cover first base. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably does have a legitimately sprained neck. But I just think it's funny with their history. Uh, I mean, to, like, he's be like pitch- strain. He's- let's let's just pull an, a malady out of a hat. And this week, it's strained <laughs> neck. We got a strained neck, folks. Strained yeah. neck. Um, I'd like to think he strained that neck trying to cover first base. Yes, you'd like to think that, but it didn't happen that way. Uh, <laughs> So, so Webb, Rodon, Junis, and Wood is right now is our yep. starting four. We don't have a fifth starter right now on uh, the twenty-six man roster. Uh, so, the, you know, maybe an impending bull game, bull bullpen game rather against the Dodgers of all teams uh, coming up. Um, oh, wonderful! So, so yeah, you know, but with Cobb and DeSclafani and Boyd, Matthew Boyd, remember him? Uh, they are all uh, expected back. At some point in the next few weeks, uh, I think Boyd was uh, a late June, early July kind of uh, a target to return. Uh, and he was given a major league contract. Uh, he does not have options. And he's rehabbing from you know an injury. Then they, they knew that it was going to take him a while to come back. So once all that happens, that's, six, that's seven pitchers, starting pitchers. Uh, we know Jacob Junis has basically pitched himself onto the rotation. So my question to you is, uh, do the Giants have too much starting pitching? No. No. I want to say yes, because I want these guys to be healthy. And I thought that was going to be my answer. But then Cobb hurts himself. And and I know Desclafani and Boyd are both on their way back. And Boyd is, I, I, everything that I've heard about Boyd is he's on schedule. Yeah. So, so I want to say, I want to say, yeah, they do have too much, and that this is going to be a painful decision for them, or, or maybe they could, you know, move some of these guys in, and you know, I mean, I don't know who's who's super struggling. Like I said, Littell and Brevia are my choices, but I'm sure everybody has their choices for reliever they don't like, and you know, um, but I think I think just given the way that people get hurt that no the giants do not have too much starting pitching uh the good news is at least for the giants that jelly and long can continue to move up and down because they both have options but again they can only do that five times and long i think has already been used a couple times at this point i think maybe this maybe he's i don't know how they count that is it is it how many times you go up how many times you go down yeah good question i I guess option down would probably be option down Right. And, you can only option somebody down five times. Yeah. So I think Long has only been once, actually, since since the, the deadline, because that was only... Yeah, May uh, 1st, right, I think was kind of, or May 2nd right. was the deadline. Or So now all the options from May 2nd on, I think, are, are counted towards that mm-hmm. five. Are being counted. Right. I think So I think Samuel, uh, Sam, Sam Long only has one. I think Hajeli has had one down, and so now he's up again. So if he gets down, to down again, that'll be twice. So you got to start counting those things, but they do have options. And so does Junis, I believe, correct? Because you were so yes. excited about him because he, Ju- yeah, Junis, so Junis yeah, he has does. an option. Yeah, this but year. you can't send him down. He's he's arguably <laughs> your best pitcher right now. Right. So I don't know. It, 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 I guess the answer is both yes and no. Yeah. Well, and and just and Jelly actually is down. He is not part of the twenty six right now. Okay, uh, so he's been da- sent down twice now. Yeah. So Sam Long is up. Um, and, and jelly is down. Oh, so Sam Long got brought back up. 
Okay, so they're going to keep doing that that game. It looks for, like it looks like Jelly and Long are kind of the uh, the yo-yo, um, yeah, at least the when they have an extra side. spot. And so, um, you know, w- you know, obviously when they have a five man rotation, probably both of them are down. Uh, or or yeah, I or know. I know you you you're uh, you don't like the the, the Brebbia Latell uh, kind of duo there. I, Something against I just Le- redheads. Wish those guys would be more consistent. I just I don't have anything against redheads. Don't start that. <laughs> don't start that. I'm, that's just a powerful coincidence that you're all against the redheads. Uh, redheads are perfectly wonderful people. I have nothing against them. It just so happens. It's just coincidental that I don't like the way these two particular redheads have been performing at their jobs recently. And maybe I should stop saying redheads. <laughs> pitchers. <laughs> these these two particular San Francisco giant pitchers. <laughs> uh, uh, whose hair color has nothing to do with the way they're performing. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, no, literally, no. Don't put words in my mouth. But yeah, I'm not their biggest fans right now. What am I? What do you? Sue me. You know, may, maybe they should yeah. stop giving up so many hits. That's right. You've maybe never they shied away stopped, from that before. So don't don't. Maybe shy they away should from stop that. having big crooked numbers next to their names. Right? Yeah. That, that's it. <laughs> if they want me to like them, stop it with the crooked numbers. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, have have whatever color hair you want. Just I want zeros. I want goose eggs. That's what I want. That's what I expect. Goose eggs. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and also, but you know what, on the reliever side point, you know what, uh, you know what, Gabe Kapler, stop trying to move uh, the deck chairs around on the Titanic. Okay, buddy. Let's just keep everybody in the role that they should be in. Camilo's your closer. Leave him there. I'm, I'm going to okay? push back on that a little bit. I'm going to push back no, on that. No, 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 no. Give him clean innings. Reliever give him the clean guy that gets the strikeout, that needs to come into the strikeout should be in the moment where you need it the most. Right. Sure, but but uh, yeah, so you, yeah. You, but then stop. Then stop telling me he has to slide his foot and just let him throw the ball. Fair, okay. Just let Camilo throw the ball. Just let Camilo throw. That's all I want. I should free, be assured. Free, let Camilo, Camilo throw. Free Camilo. Free Camilo. Let him throw. Slide step this. <laughs> I got your slide step right here. <laughs> slide steps are for losers. Slide steps are for guys who can't strike people out. That's what, take your slide step and shove it. I like it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I like for free Camilo, though. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> free Camilo. <laughs> it sends another cocktail coming. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, free, yeah. You got to yeah, work on your Camilo tell, Rising. Let, that was a work in progress, right? The Camilo Rising. That so. was a work in progress. I did, uh, Yeah. You know what? Camilo throwing. Uh, uh, Camilo, Camilo high step. <laughs> that's what i'm gonna call it the camilo high step i mean just let the man throw the ball you know just let him strike dudes out that's what he does anyway uh, right. well we are we are getting towards the end of does that uh, count this... as a gabe kapler rant mm, i'm gonna count it sure why not let's count it as another rant i don't know what we're up to now though i have stopped counting so i think it's like five Oh man, you're you're gonna go over way. I think what, so I think we said like eight was your over under or something like that. I did, yeah. I was I don't know. I was being generous. You were. I didn't know you're... Gabe was gonna. I didn't know Gabe was. Well, yeah, you know, I didn't know that the defense was gonna be this bad and make Gabe pull his you know you know his hair out 
Yeah. Well, and you didn't know, you know that the Gabe other day was, I was like, you didn't know that Gabe at one day was going to let Webb pitch into the ninth inning and then the next game pull him at four and, and two thirds, right? I mean, just. No, like, I did not do that. I did like, not what know the, that. I'm going to go on a Kapler rant just for that. Like, what the heck? Yeah, Kapler? dude, let's go. Like, how, let's let it out. How, like, so, first of all, that game with, when he pitched the ninth and gave up the home run, fortunate enough to win that game, by the way, but. You'd already gone and shook in his hand. You'd already said, good game. You know, you had a plan in your head and you let the guy talk you out of it. And I know you're all be like, well, I got to be, you know, I got to show these guys that they're, they're my, I'm their guy and that I have trust in them. And then, but then in a tie game with your ace on the mound, runners on first and second and two outs and you pull him in, in the next, the very next start. Like that's not so, and pissing him off. So you you basically now undone all the goodwill you did from letting him pitch the ninth the previous week. Like you know, so what are you going to be, Kapler? Do you want to be the guy that they like, or do you want to be the guy that makes decisions based on and and make them good decisions? Like both of them were just bad. Both were bad decisions, and you screwed up both. So yeah. All right. Do you want to be the guy with the meticulous beard? Or do you want to be with the the guy who cares so much about being a baseball manager? His beard doesn't matter to him. That's the question, Captain. Mm, mm. Mm, mm. No, I think I think we're seeing a little bit of a reversion there, like to the old original Gabe Kapler, the one that Phillies fans hated. You know, before their previous pre- the, the, when he was their previous previous manager. How many managers have the Phillies had since? since well, Kapler now left? they're on their third. Twelve. <laughs> they're on their third. Well, third since Kapler, okay. you know, Kapler, uh, yeah, third, third Kapler. whoever right, this guy is. Right, so, right. right. Well, anyway, when the Phillies fans hated him, the one thing that he was really weird about was his, his, you know, managing the his starters and relievers. Yeah. 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 And he used to just like to be like, ah, starting pitchers are just, they're like early relievers. <laughs> you know, that was kind of his original MO. And, uh, and I think he's getting a little, he's getting a little, you know, I think the defense has gotten them all rattled. Yeah. Got them all rattled. It's got me uh, all rattled. Yeah. Well, you know who else could get you rattled? No, don't. I mean, dude, you got to beat these MFers. Yes. The Los Angeles Dodgers come to town uh, this week and uh, three game series uh, at home. Mm-hmm. Our old friend mm-hmm. uh, coming off the disabled list for the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw. Will be pitching against the Giants on Sunday, just like old times. And uh, yeah, we 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 have to come out with a series win on this. We can't show the Dodgers can't be just coming. Matthew, what are the rules? What are the rules, Matthew? Uh, The rules are the Dodgers suck. No, the rules are beat the Dodgers. And yeah, make the playoffs, win the World Series. But really, starts with say it in a different way. The rules are beat the Dodgers. Beat, beat the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Beat Beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yes. Got it. Got it. Beat the Dodgers. I am not kidding, Kapler. Beat the Dodgers. This time. These three games. Get it yeah. done. And I, I wouldn't suggest looking at their run differential. Because it's absurd. Like, it doesn't it's, matter. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. <laughs> I just, you know, you start looking at that as the season goes along, and it's like, you know, most teams are like 30, 40, you know, the good teams, 30 or 40 runs, you know, above uh, the run differential. 
And then you have the Dodgers were at 112. Dang it, Matthew, you're gonna you're gonna make me get real. Like don't I don't want to get real about the Dodgers. <laughs> we'll save it for, for for next week. Well, okay. I mean, no, I don't want to save it for next week because they will have they will have just kicked our butts at that point, and it'll just feel like I'm making excuses. This is one of the all-time great teams. This is one of the best lineups baseball has ever seen. Yeah. And that's why you have to beat them. No excuses. That's right. I want to annihilate them. I want to sweep. I don't care how good they are. Spend a little less time grooming your beard and a little bit more time prepping this week. Let's go. Get this win. And then don't fall flat after you sweep the Dodgers. You still got to beat the Royals. I well, want a five and one week. Well, that yeah, that would we need that uh, for sure to get I back want on it. track. I expect it. Five and, and one. Five and one. Well, certainly, uh, you know the 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 Royals are eighteen and and thirty seven. Uh, right. Yeah, that's now. the one they're going two and one against. They're going to drop one against the Royals. Yeah, yeah, and eight eight and eighteen on the road. Uh, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> excuse me. The. Uh, the Royals are are it's you know it's a good good team to, to to face right after you had a tough series against the the Dodgers right after you swept the Dodgers That's right, right after you beat right them right after you uh, swept them and sixty to nothing <laughs> uh, with well, a no hitter we we definitely need that and we'll uh, we'll see how how those games go we'll be back next week Ben will you still be in Hawaii this time I next will week still be in Hawaii yeah. I hate you so much yeah I you should yeah my life is charmed. It is, folks. You know, mm-hmm. don't you know this this guy? You know, just spending mm-hmm. two weeks in Hawaii while the rest of us peons are working. You know, just hate him with mm-hmm. me, okay? Just hate him. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still working. Oh well, all right. You got one of those jobs. That's right. You can work anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, there's another are... reason to hate me. <laughs> all right well folks uh you know don't forget to follow us on twitter uh at giant cocktails on both twitter and instagram we'll put up a recipe i don't know are you, how are you going to put up your recipes are you gonna put a recipe for a cuba libre or are you going to put up a recipe for your la pina um uh i'm okay so here's my recipe for la pina uh get on an airplane fly to, fly to hawaii go to dukes all right we'll put that in the Ask for a la, uh, la piña. From Cindy Marie. Uh, Cindy Marie, or, I mean, I'm sure they make la piña at the other two locations on the Hawaiian Islands. If you're a fan of uh, Oahu, you like the the, the city, the, the the city, and want to be on Waikiki Beach. Or if you like Maui, you know. Yeah. They, well, I'm sure they got la piñas there, too. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your uh, podcast of choice. If you haven't done so already, leave us a review, right? You know, if, as long as it's good. If it's bad, don't don't bother. You know, it's fine. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, but let's face it. Those of you who are sticking with us after last week, you like us. So, you know, go out and give us a review, you know, because we lost everyone who was on the fence after Drunk Ben's rants last week. So, yeah, actually, if you are going to write a bad review, write this review. Uh, couldn't stand all the drunken yelling. <laughs> that yeah, I, uh, because that's true, right? I mean, that would be from because the heart. I'm a fuddy duddy. <laughs> or you can right. leave that last part out. Yeah, yeah. Nobody says fuddy duddy. But uh, all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself another German vacation because you got another week in Hawaii. Uh, in the meantime, Ben, um, you know, we'll see you from the islands uh, next time. Aloha, my friend. Aloha, Matthew. Bye, everybody. Bye. Join us next time for the Giant Cocktails Podcast. 
Until then, bottoms up.